Welcome to the Rhonda Conger Show. It's a thing. You have to know that I'm so glad you're here. Grab a pen and paper. I'm here to fill your tank. Let's go. Part four of Entra Leadership coming to you today. Are you ready? We are trucking along. I hope that you are enjoying the cliff notes of Entra Leadership as much as I am. Because here's the beauty in it. That as I do this podcast with you. I'm rereading my notes. I'm re-looking at the material and I'm bringing it forward and using it and sharing it. Can I get an amen? Let's go. Dr. Henry Cloud. Love this man. His energy, his juju, oh, his love. And of course, you know, right off the bat, I've just got to hit you with this one because I just loved it. Every human has a gift to give to your company. So if you think about that, or to your community, or to your family, or to your friends, every human has a gift. Let's just break that down. Give him kind of like a rap version of uh, his quote. And the rap version, in my opinion, is every human has a gift. That's why you're here. You're here to share your gift. Not wish for someone else or wishes you had something else or bit. Nah, you have amazing gifts. Do you know that? I think it's one of the biggest things that I see is that when I meet people or see people or watch people, I'm always looking at them going, I wonder if they realize how amazing they are, how beautiful they are, how strong they are, how smart they are, how gifted or talented or whatever they possess. Like, I just wonder sometimes, like, do they see what I see? I hope so. I hope so. So remember this. Today, you are going to walk around and say, every human has a gift. You have your gifts. And then when you meet and talk with people, you're going to look at them and just look at them a little bit differently today and try to find what is that gift? What makes them spectacular? Because then you know what happens is that when you interact with them, they kind of feel this amazing energy coming from you, which makes them feel even better, makes them feel even more amazing. So every human has a gift. Dr. Henry Cloud, let's go. Just in case you don't know, acclaimed leadership expert, clinical psychologist, and New York Times bestselling author. He has 45 books. I'm tired saying that. What? His uh, most, I think it sold like nearly over 20 million copies. It's called The uh, Boundaries. Very good. I've read it. Must, must, must. He's an extensive executive coaching background, leadership consultant, you name it. This guy, real deal, coming to you today. And let's kind of talk about that. So he talks, you know, obviously entre leadership, we're at, a, we're at a leadership conference, so we're talking leadership. So let's stay in that lane a little bit today. And there's a couple things that I want you to think about. As a leader, you are either creating it or allowing it. Creating it, right? Like setting out the, the boundaries, the, the how-tos, the key areas, all those things. Are you allowing it? So if someone has bad behavior, it means that you're allowing it. That's what, in my opinion. So kind of like just look out in the landscape there and say, what am I creating? What am I allowing? Uh, I love these three questions. He says, what do we need to focus on? We need to attend to what is relevant, what is right here, right now. We need to stop all things that are not relevant that move the needle. Listen to that again. We need to attend 
to what is relevant and needed right here, right now. I know that we as humans, we kind of get very stuck in how we do things and what we're doing. And so when, uh, you know, things change in this market, everything changes. You have to attend to what is relevant and needed right now. You have to stay agile and nimble and you have to be able to adjust and be in the current moment. If I was to do a leadership talk today in this current climate and time, that's what I would tell you. Are you in this moment attending to all things that are relevant and needed to the current environment? Not to the environment that was six months ago, a year ago, two years ago. And then I love this inhibit stop all that's not relevant if it's not making you better if it's not making progress if it's not needed please stop it please stop it you know he talks quite a bit about um, your team and he said this I love this who on your team needs an injection right to get them back on track and he love this idea and I do this quite a bit I do a lot of 15 minutes he says do a 15 minute meeting, go to coffee go to lunch whatever whatever you need to help bring back anyone on your team how about in your life that you know has gone off the rails needs to come back you need to ask them how are they what do they need help with what's going on in their life when you are a leader and you're around people you must care you must watch you must right be observant see what's going on and at times i love this you're going to need to give them an injection, an injection of love, an injection of positivity, an injection of can-do spirit, injection of you're going to be okay, you're going to make it, all of those things. So kind of like look out into the landscape and say, who needs a 15-minute meeting from you? Hey, maybe maybe it's one of your kids. Maybe it's your husband. Maybe it's your wife. I don't know. Who needs time with you? There's nothing better, nothing better than attention and love right because when you do a 15 minute meeting with someone it means that you care it means that you want to help it means that you're going to share energy so i love that who needs an injection on your team or in your life you know me when i do these podcasts i'm always trying to bring both things together i'm trying to make sure that we understand that yes we that we have this whole business life and leadership and whatever but we also have family and i i and friends and i want to make sure that we realize that everything that i every conference or everything that I've ever attended, it always relates back to both. Always relates back to both. So keep that in mind when I'm sharing all of this with you. I love this. He talked about, I don't know if you've ever heard about this book. Um, you've probably heard me say it once or twice. It's called The Checklist Manifesto, one of the best books I've ever written. And he talks about this uh, really for your teams and how you operate and just being really effective. And I'm telling you, we are a huge fan of um, checklists here at CBH. We live and die by them. And basically, uh, he told he told this great story. It's a great reminder that when hospitals and surgeons started using checklists before and during surgery, infection rates dropped significantly, except for those surgeons who refused to use checklists because, you know, they knew it all. Uh, right? This is what happens when you're when you're too arrogant and you think you're too good. So I love when he talked about uh, a checklist and how important they are. I use a checklist when I travel, make sure that I have everything, right? Like I, I just, I don't want to miss anything and I want to be prepared and ready. We use a checklist for every event, for every meeting, for every grand opening. Every, so, so think about that. Is there an area in your life that would help you to have a checklist to make you better to make your team better if, if you're constantly forgetting things dropping things missing things in my opinion it's because you don't have a checklist in place so just I love that kind of like side note side story for him because really what this comes down to is he talks about is that 
your job as a leader is to move the needle. In order to move the needle, you need to have some cur- certain things in place. One of those tips and tricks would be a checklist, right? One of those tips and tricks would be 15 minutes. The other one that he brought, another tip and trick he would tell you is to help bring focus to your team, do a 15 minute weekly, you know, or daily meeting. I- I've heard all sorts, by the way, from different companies. And here's the three things he said you could do. You could share one tip on the current market. You could share one big win and you could share a challenge. And one, it kind of keeps you rallied all around the same thing. So I hope that you have some sort of connection, some sort of meeting philosophy out there that says, I want us all talking about the same thing, thinking the same thing, and focused all on the same thing in order, again, to move the needle. Right? That's really, it, it, it's so true. And I love this. You know what he says? He says, your job as a leader is to understand what moves the, the needle and get rid of all else. And then does each team member know why they exist in your company and what their gift is and how they're moving the needle? That is powerful. I hope you re-listen to that because that is powerful. You know, then he went into, uh, and he talks about, and this is, of course, just talk dirty. Let's go. Come on. Give me more. Let's go, Dr. Cloud. Let's do it. Why do some leaders succeed and others don't? What? Why do some leaders succeed and others don't? Please tell me. I can hardly wait. And this is what he said. One is attention. You must have focused attention. When you are distracted, you pull away. You lose focus and so does your team. Do you realize that? Does it, you know, when you are focused on a certain area or department or team member, it just gets amazing. And what happens is, is then everything else just kind of floats away. And I think that's why I, if, if you want to look at my style, I would tell you I have a lot of dashboards. So I'm looking at a lot of dashboards. I get weekly updates from my team and my different departments. I do a lot of 15 minutes and it's because I'm trying to keep the focus on my team. Right, not on just one thing, one area, but kind of an overall. So kind of, you know, audit your landscape and say, do I have enough focused attention? And it can't just be once. It's got to be every week, every month, every year. So think about that. Focused, successful leaders, they have focused attention. Uh, how about this emotional climate? Oh, wow, I loved this one. He said, people's brains stop working when we yell. We distract people by making a big deal out of things that aren't. People don't perform without a positive emotional climate. Get ready for this one. The better they feel, the better they perform. What? What? I'm going to say it again. The better they feel, the better they perform. Do a juju audit. Check whatever. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. What's the emotional climate? I'm super sensitive to that and I have to work on it. Sometimes I'm charging so hard and going so fast that I realize that maybe I'm a little intense and I'm not always rainbows and sunshines and butterflies, right? So I have to kind of like check myself. Tara will do a really great job. She'll come in here and she'll be like, listen, you put a smile on that face. I don't care how busy you are and how, how hard you're working right now. I need a smile. I need energy. I need juju. So if you can't tell what it feels like to work with you, ask someone around you because remember the better your team feels the better they perform i love this one help your team find out what they can control and break it down by activities that will move the needle move the needle move forward move that's like a chant i'm going to start saying right and then list out the activities that move the needle 
and then get rid of all else. He was so powerful, in my opinion, just so simple. So like we forget sometimes, and, and I think as humans, we try to make things too complicated. Sit down with your team and say, list out all the things that we do that make us better, move the needle, make us money, make progress, and then list out all the things that don't and make a determination. Get rid of this, get rid of this, keep this, keep this. Life-changing, life-changing. You know, we talked a lot about, of course, um, this is interesting. You are the steward over the thinking patterns of your team. Because if you think about it, if you're negative and angry and anxious and mean and fearful, they are too. They're just feeding off of you, right? So truly, you are the steward over the thinking patterns of your team. No, you can't control them and their lives and, and all those things. But what you can control is when they're in your presence and they're working around you, what is your energy? What is your attitude? What is your thinking patterns? Because those are transferable. Be careful. Uh, you know, he says negative thinking is powerless and victim thinking. So that's why I really can't have it. And it just gives me hives when negative thinking happens around me. It makes sense. Uh, it's because it makes you powerless and it's, it's in the victim, victim mentality. Ugh. Right? You are, can you hear me? Hear me? Are you ready? Can you hear me? You are the steward of positive thinking in your team, in your company, in your marriage, in your home, with your family, with your friends, with your kids. I want you to know you are the steward. You are, right, of positive thinking. You have to remember that. What is your energy? What does it feel like? Does it feel like sunshine? What does it feel like to hang with you? So, I think this is so interesting. Have you heard about the MetLife story? So MetLife Insurance did this huge, like 20, 30,000 um, sales agent study. Uh, and what they said is they said, okay, so what if you have someone that's really not that smart, uh, but an optimist? But then what if you had someone that was really smart, but a pessimist? What would happen? Do you understand that the people that technically weren't that smart, but were optimists, outsold the smart pessimists by 53%. Kicked them to the curb, showed them how it was done, right? So it's kind of like that, you know, um, Gary Vee or one of, he talks about it, one of my favorite books, Talent is Overrated. And it's true. Talent, smarts, whatever you want to call it is overrated at times. If no one is interested in hearing what you have to say because you're negative, because you're a pessimist, right? So you have to be very, very careful. What are you? What kind of thinking do you hold and carry around and share with your whole team all day? I love, love, love. So uh, he told uh, an interesting story, and, I, and I'm not going to lie to you, but I have to tell you, I, I love it because I'm a firm believer in teams. Um, I'm a firm believer in these amazing people that hang with me every single day. You know, my husband and I are coming up on a really fun, uh, really long, we've been actually married for 28 years, been together, I think for 31 years. And uh, so this story kind of resonates with me. You know, Tara and Holly have been with me for 23 years. So I firmly believe in a tribe. I've, you know, there's so many others that have been around me for 13, 15, 5, 7, 12. And I'm so incredibly blessed. And I tell you this because Dr. Henry Cloud and I leave you with this story about a monkey in a cage. It's a scientific um, experiment. And it says, um, if you 
you know, they, they put this monkey in the cage and then they put, you know, red lights flashing, blinking. They did, you know, really loud yelling and foghorns and just lots of stress and pressure and all this craziness was coming at this monkey in the cage. And he was, you know, they're testing his blood pressure and his heart rate and he's completely melting down and losing it and screaming and yelling and freaking out and he can't handle it. So what they do is they open the cage and they put another monkey in the cage and they do the exact same thing again. And you know what happens is that monkey that first monkey his blood pressure drops all the way back down to normal his heart rate comes back down to normal because we're meant to be in a community we're not meant to be alone we're here to do this journey with other amazing people right like think about that you, this is why I tell you know I love that he told the story and that leadership is great but you have to have amazing people with you you gotta have other monkeys in the cage with you let's be honest I loved this story and I will tell you I would not be able to do the things I do without the amazing humans that are in my life so shout out to all of you because man I right and like even all of you listening to my podcast which I'm just so thankful for all of you you're you're with me. You help me. I love that. I know that there's all of you out there that are listening to this on the same journey to learn and grow and to be better and to make a dent in this universe. So thanks for hanging with me. Thanks for being with me. Henry Cloud, you did not disappoint. I loved every second. I hope you did too. Man, remember, I love you. Be great, be great, be great. Thanks for tuning into the Rhonda Conger Show. Do you want to keep growing and getting better? Of course you do. Head on over to rondaconger.com. Don't you dare put an H in that name. R-O-N-D-A-C-O-N-G-E-R.com. I hope that you'll dive into my four books. Yes, I said four. Better Human, Better Thinking, You Go First, and my newest book, Leading Through Extraordinary Times. I love that you are listening. I love that you want to grow. I hope that you go out there and you get more. Let's go. We need you.